Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a common writer retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I am Evan. And uh, Chris got taken by um, the, the organization. organization. Um, they left a nice card saying that he was stolen. And his, 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 his donations to genetic warrior, or cyber warrior research will be... No, it was it was like immunobiology. That was the word, I believe. Yeah, immunobiology. Yeah, yeah, immunobiology. I'm gonna go in and change the DNA to make cybernetic soldiers. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, that's how that works. Don't so you if know? any of this is not making sense, we this week we watched uh, the Common Rider 20th Anniversary special movie, Common Rider Shin. Colon prologue. Pro yes, or Shin Common Rider prologue. Now that uh, we're, we're getting a Shin Common Rider movie. Yeah, Ano just has to do all of the Toku at this point. I mean, I'm fine with it. Also, like, this also saves me the trouble of trying to figure out how to fix, fix the eh, blah, blah, blah words to fit this in with the Degade watch order. Because technically, that happens. Yeah, he does show up, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I, I saw a couple clips. It's like, Forze meeting Shin. Yeah. Which is a very silly scene. Yeah, he shows up in some movies. And uh, a couple of the Tysons, um, and Let's Go, and All Riders versus Die Shocker. I mean, he's a pretty good common Rider. I like him. Yeah, I mean, we see him like twice this movie. I counted. It wasn't hard. Yeah, that's true. Well, actually get a good view of him, yes, twice. And that's it's the two fight scenes, which is which is enough. Yeah. Also, I think having it happen so rarely kind of helps keep the absolute body horror of his transformation pretty effective. So I want to point out like the second comment on the movie on YouTube, which is where we watch this, where someone's like, can you just imagine the group pension where Shin's just sitting there freaking out and rolling on the ground? <laughs> Everybody has these nice, slow, shiny, or nice, quick, shiny transformations. And he's just standing there screaming in pain as his flesh rips and jaw separates. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, so uh, a, a bit of background, because I happen to know a slightly bit. This is um, the first in the 90s trilogy of movies, which kind of um, bridges the gap between um, Showa and Heisei. Oh, okay. Um, this was actually the first one, and then it is followed by... Let me remember. Uh, Zeto is the second one, and J is the third one. That's good. And um, Zeto is the one that's also a Sega CD game. <laughs> okay. Look, somehow we got a licensed English dubbed... Zeto Sega CD game that's one of those like um, FMV games, so it's basically just the movie. Hmm. It's wild. 
That is... Common Rider movies are a hell of a thing. Yeah. Remember back in the 90s when blood was pressurized? I mean, with some of the wounds that happen in the movie, some of the blood spurting out under makes sense, but they do go a bit nuts with it. <laughs> yeah, oh, so this is a pretty gory movie. This is not a kid's common Rider movie in no. any way, shape, or form. This is closer to Amazon's. Amazon's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because there'd be a titty in this movie. There'd be a whole-on implied sex scene. I mean, is it implied if it's confirmed pregnant? Well, it's implied in the sense that we don't see it. We just see, like, the aftermath. Man, which I I have a lot of questions when we get to that point, too. Yeah, just a bit. That, that's there are some questions that need to be asked. I mean, I mean, like about that, but also like the af. Yeah, there's a lot. This movie's like, fucking wild. Very much so. It's there's a lot that goes on that it it kind of feels almost rote. Like it 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 is very for it for as gory as it is and as body horror ish as it is. It is a very basic common writer book, common writer story. Like yeah. you have this guy get tested on by a evil organization, get powers, and then fight back. Yeah, it's it's your very like bog standard like writer setup, which is fine. Like they called it Shin. That's like you know they're doing the thing. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Just. Interesting that it goes that way. He's also named Shin, because you can do that in Japanese. I wish we had... Well, that's not true. We do have as good of wordplay. Uh, do we, though? Just not... Uh, yes, it's just... English wordplay has kind of... Like, puns and playing with language like that is not... At least in my experience, people are more tended to be like, Ugh! Than laugh at it. I mean feel like it's the same thing it's possible also this movie has like five five endings i swear like there's the ending to this movie like five times in the last 20 minutes yeah there there is a lot of climaxes and then partial denouement it's like no but actually we're gonna keep going Okay, but here's the real ending. No, but no, it's not. There was a lot of times I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to end now, right? And it just, no, nah, just keeps going. Which is neat. Yeah. Also wild. The end, the end of this movie is just wild. Like, it, yeah. it, it jumps its, it jumps its shark by the end. It, it jumps its shark, in my opinion, about 30 minutes before the end, when the baby okay, yep, yep, causes a shockwave. I was going to be like, the jumping of the shark moment is uh, the human grasshopper hybrid baby. Yeah, well, it's the baby fucking like, no, I will use magic powers to free my mother. Right. Okay, sure. So... 
do grasshoppers have a third eye thing? Is that like why there's a third eye thing? Um, I don't know anything about grasshoppers. I think it's meant to be some sort of sensory organ or a similar sensory organ, but I'm not sure. It's like a weird third eye thing. Oh. Yeah, grasshoppers have simple eyes between their compound eyes. Like another set of simple eyes, apparently. Oh, good good for them. So, I it, I could see it just being like a design choice. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. They're called ocelli. Okay. And yeah, on some grasshoppers, it will show up right in the middle of their forehead. Alright. Also, they still categorize him as a cyborg soldier level 3. Or is that a Dudo Cerebrum? I don't know, I, I do not need to be looking into, like, grasshopper anatomy. It, it's important. We have to. We have to do this have to figure out what the weird little bulb in the, it oh no i know what it is he's a garlean obvious <sighs> I, I should have seen this coming i should have foresaw it <laughs> um yup all right all right so this is a movie it's about a dude named chin and uh he volunteered to do some experiments with his father who is a scientist genetics science yeah an immunobiologist and i i don't know if this is true but it seemed like it was implied that he joined to help his dad because the other scientist onizuka was going to get more recognition no so my understanding of it was because um when he's at the when he's at the juice bar at the gym uh he runs into his friends talking to him yuki and he's like yeah remember when you wanted to be like a motorcycle guy but then like you went to go be your dad's test subject because like everybody kept dying and you're like well if i go i won't die and then my dad won't have to feel bad about people dying okay right but then it's like, no, but then if you die, your dad will just be sad about you. But then he doesn't. He just becomes a weird bio beast. Yeah, he becomes a grasshopper man. Which, uh, you know. He seems to be doing pretty okay with it by the end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, there's that, uh, his dad's project, he tried it a bunch before, it got shut down, and then this, like, new organization comes in to revive the project again. <laughs> it is the organization. But what's their name? The organization. The organization. <laughs> it's Shocker. Yeah, it, it is, it is Shocker, it is Die Shocker, it is every world-spanning... I want to control everything evil organization that has ever existed in Showa Common Rider. Yeah. Um. And I I watched uh before I watched the movie today, I watched a couple I, I watched some people talking about it. it was like YouTube videos talking about the movie. Uh it is by 
a YouTuber called Alsace, A-L-S-A-C-E. Um, he put up this idea with how the the organization, they're very early on in the movie, the scientists, Onizuka, talks about how, well, no, it's in the very first scene in the movie. Um, I'm not sure it's Onizuka, but one of the scientists talks about, yeah, we're going to be doing this and we're going to be, it's the way we're going to challenge God. Yeah. And a bit later in the movie when... Um, in his cult being, lab? Yes. In Well, not in the cult lab. No, it is when I is talking. I Shin's girlfriend is talking to him is like is explaining what the organization wants and their motives are hey so like culture and science and anything that influences how the world like goes any anything that basically defines humanity yeah they want to control it and so it's this weird thing of so this organization that wants to defeat God wants to effectively become God yeah they're kind of like the Illuminati. A little bit. It, they have such decentralized, unknowing... Like, like their thing of like, yeah, we want to control everything. That is such a non-definite statement of a goal. Like, okay, but what does that mean? Like, are you... Do you how are you going to do it? What do you... It doesn't really have a purpose, and it lends this idea that maybe the organization itself doesn't know what they're doing or what they actually want. Well, they're going to do it through um, through cyborgs. And I, I guess, I don't know, become either like a weapons manufacturer. Well, they'll do that to then like have like a secret army to take over the world from the oh, shadows. So so it's common rider build. So like, I so see, like you I get see. you get like you know your sleeper agents in everywhere, and then you get like the world under your thumb, and then at that point you can then start manipulating, uh, the media and like the, uh, the view or whatever, and then you like you broker together like peace between all the nations because you have all of them, and then you like create like this unified world, and then you have that, and then you're just in control of everything. Uh, I, I guess that's a way to do it. Yeah. Wow, I just fucking, like, shove Grasshopper and everybody. Shove Grasshoppers and everybody. Uh, that's, that's what Onizuka wanted to do. In I mean, his I cult guess, lab. I, I mean, it worked. That's true. Like, for as much as he was a fucking nut, his stuff worked. It did. Both on himself and on Shin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's... So another thing I'm... Talking about Onizuka being one of the monsters, it's... uh, For, for about the first half of the movie, the, the movie is doing a very good job of faking you out into thinking that Shin himself is the murderer that's been going around because he's been having these dreams where well, hell, the very first scene of the movie is this woman walking out of a brightly lit tunnel into the night and then we see her walking around with a weird sepia tone filter as if the viewer itself is stalking her and then it attacks her and runs off and kills her and then Shin wakes up and we're led to believe oh, it's Shin doing this Oh no. In the end, it's not. It's Onizuka. 
Yeah. Um, we don't know why he does that. I, I, I think it was literally why Onizuka was doing it. Yeah. I think it was just like, it's a rush for him. Oh, yeah. I, I just assumed he was an incel, so. And, I mean, the two aren't uh, mutually exclusive. That's also true. Yeah, I just got the feeling it was like, ha, I'll show them now. Fucking kill these women. He's in the stuff. He's get- getting tested on. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing to, like, try to just, like, explain. Because just, like, things happen. And that's about it. Yeah, like, we have this guy. It's okay. He's trying to discover. Like, there's this he guy. Has... He's doing, like, you got the researches. One of them's Shin's dad. Trying to, like, cure, like, AIDS and cancer. Um, There's, like, the head chief guy. Who we find out is in, like, the syndicate group. They sent some spies in, and one of the spies was um, Ishinomori, which was cool. Good yeah, job. Having having Ishinomori just show up and be like, Hi, I'm the grandfather of Kamen Rider. Except I'm barely going to speak, and I'm only going to put this little bug underneath the table. Yeah. And then, yeah, they find the bugs, and they're like, Ah, they're not going to fuck with the organization. I, I think it was supposed to be the CIA. Uh, maybe there is a CIA in there, because there's that CIA lady... She comes back later, or she's like a tertiary character throughout the entire movie. Yeah. But I, I think it was supposed to be implied that it, um, Ishinomori was with the CIA. Her name is Sarah. Yeah, she speak. She spoke pretty good English for a Japanese woman in the eighties. That's true. Yeah, this movie was in the nineties. In the nineties. But I do agree. It's the most eighties nineties movie. Kind of nuts. It's um how eighties this movie is. It's um it's a ninety two film, so like early nineties. But like, if you told me it was like eighty something, I would believe you. Yeah, definitely. Uh oh um. Uh, we we learn. So we've had Shin being having these uh, I guess dreams of killing people. And he gets spooked out after he deter- uh, reads the newspaper one day. It's like, oh, they're not just dreams. There's actually a murder around, and he freaks out. But we learn later through Onizuka when um, Shin goes to... When Shin follows him to his cult lab. Yeah, when he follows him to the cult lab and is just like, hey, I'm gonna fucking... I-, I need some fucking answers, you asshole. And the response is, oh, what? hey, I'm gonna start talking about grasshoppers yeah that's actually the day about grasshoppers my dude it's actually the day after because like so shin follows onizuka to his cult lab and the reason why i keep calling it that is like there's like lit candles and like i'm pretty sure there's like a demon summoning circle in the background or it's like got like one of like the religious star things back there yeah it's it's done with this weird way of like Onizuka, I'm not sure, is is Onizuka supposed to be scientific? Is this supposed to be this weird pseudo-magical thing? We don't know. I don't know. He's he's like a science cult. A little bit. It's, how very Megami Tensei of him. Yeah. That's what it is. There might be a term for it, but I'm just gonna coin the phrase Megami Tensei-ing it. That's how they do it. 
Uh, I mean, it even fits in with the, hey, let's let's find and kill God. That's true. You do do that a lot. You know, I learned something interesting about uh, a theory about the Persona games is one of the reasons why all the spirits and everything have gone so nuts is that in the first Persona, the main character literally killed the over-god. Like, the Abrahamic god is dead, and so all the other gods start cropping up to uh, fill the space left, which is why there's so many spirits and everything. But nobody ever really talks about God or Christianity anymore. Huh. I never thought about that. I also haven't finished the first Persona, so... There's, that's neat, though. I mean, it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> the first Persona is not worth it. I don't watch a watch, watch a let's play of it. What read through it? I I actually, I, you know what? Hot take. I don't hate the early Persona games. Um, first person dungeon crawling. Well, no, it's not that the the, the the first person part of it isn't the problem I have with it. It's the fact that it's old 90s jrpg video game design it man fucking snow queen it is it is a hell of a thing like just activating the snow the snow queen portion and playing like the real game yeah it's uh where you have to like talk to everybody like twice can't miss anything and if you do this certain thing you dramatically just like get like a different second half of the game yep with no real telling you of how it's going to go. Which was bugged in the initial release, so you could only really get that in the PSP uh, remake. Of course. Of course. That's Man, remember when video games, remember they were just classic, and like, that was it? Yeah, remember just like classic Atlas and like working designs, like translation jank? Yeah. You just get a game, it's like, well, it's 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 a broken mess. Are we going to be able to fix it? Can you update a fucking cartridge? No. It's just a mess. Yeah. So anyway, the CIA busts in and, like, goes <laughs> goes to kill um, uh, Onizuka. And then Shin, like, gets, like, knocked out. And then Onizuka turns into his writer form thing. I think it is also Shin Common Rider. Yeah, it like the wiki doesn't list anything for it. Uh, it, it just like transformed Onizuka, and I'm like, cool. That's I guess you can call him that. I mean, they don't even really. They don't ever even say the name Common Rider in the movie. Uh at the end they they called the project name Masked Rider. That's true. Like, that's the only indication we have that it's supposed to be a Kamen Rider. So, I guess he is just transformed Onizuka. Or, he is Cyborg Soldier Level 3. That is also potential. Uh, yeah, so he breaks in and uh, Shin passes out. Because we... Earlier when he was interrogating Onizuka, one of the Onizuka's rants about grasshoppers was, Hey, did you know that grasshoppers and some bugs have this weird kind of telepathy 
where experiences from one insect can be transferred and felt by another insect. Hint, hint, wink, wink. This is not important. Uh, but yeah, so Shin passes out and sees again uh, a sepia tone filter of someone killing a bunch of people and he thinks it's him. Oh no! puts him into really good depression, a really deep depression. And there's a very nice shot of Shin sitting on the floor of his bedroom with a pot of coffee next to him. There's a lot of fucking coffee in this movie. There's a lot of coffee. Um, but he's just sitting on the floor, hunched over with a pot of coffee next to him, a f- presu- half empty. Presumably he's drunk the entire thing to try and stay awake and yeah. not pass out and become this monster like he thinks he is. Yeah. It's Oh, and then yeah. This making me think of him being depressed. It's late a little bit later in the movie when uh Shin is going and visiting with his friends and thinks he's killed people and is fighting back against his friends. Like his friends are like, Hey, we just want to help. He's like, No, I might literally kill you. Go away. <laughs> and he runs off. And then Shin's best friend goes to his Shin's girlfriend I and is like, hey. There's only one way to, to make him feel better. There is only one thing a woman can do to make a man not be depressed. You gotta have sex with him. Which is whew, I am I am not a fan of which, Shin's friend. Which is not what he said, to be fair. It is what he implied. I suppose. It's like, hey, go have sex with Shin to make him not or go spend time and be I don't close think to Shin that's, to make him not be depressed. I don't think it was that overt, but it's still partially sexist, I will give you that. It's just, like, I don't know, I, I have very negative opinion from him, because the, the first time he shows up, it's they go they, meeting at the juice bar before anything has happened, and he's like, hey, Shin, you really... It's when he's talking about, hey, you really should not be doing this science testing thing you don't want to be a guinea pig i comes up oh hey i was just talking about how shin should totally propose to you oh maybe you should do it first and i guess some random guy that they know at the gym comes up and is like hey you you guys talking about proposing hey can i can i talk in about this and the best friend just grabs him by the shoulders and chucks him to the floor behind them and they all laugh and i'm just like how this isn't funny. It was You're just funny an asshole. Them. Did he insult them though? I don't know. Like it just felt like he came up and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And I, it was like, "Ah, let's let's leave these two lovebirds alone." I guess I don't know. The yeah. So, uh, Shin, are I? Basically sneaks up on Shin in the now abandoned gym. That has a pool. And then they go have sex in a pool. Yeah. I. That just seems impractical. Do not have sex in a pool. Like, it is. It is a bad idea. You can get water up into places it's not supposed to be. The chemicals in the pool 
do not interact well with the soft tissue on either partner. Yeah, yeah, there's that, but, like, at the end, they're, like, on, like, this, this, like, float, floaty floaty. bed thing, and I'm just, like, there's no possible way that it would have not have flipped over anything during the act. Like, that's not... I I definitely got the impression they had sex underwater in the pool. Oh, no, I thought they did it, like, on the floaty. Yeah, no, it's the shot of them swimming naked in the water and, like, her coming up on him. That's even I more got, impractical. It is. But I definitely got the impression that they had sex in the water. Either way, both of these are bad and they shouldn't do it. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a terrible idea. But we have to get the weird grasshopper baby inside of her somehow. The locker room was right there. Yeah, but that the people can walk people from be as clean. I don't know, I'm trying to justify this and I don't know why. I don't know why either. I'm not here to kink shame, but... I'm not here to kink shame. I'm just here to say, maybe don't have sex in a pool where you can get water up inside your partner and have them have to go to the hospital. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Um, I, I hear an echo of myself. Uh, that's probably from the... Yeah, let me turn this down. Okie dokie. Hopefully that'll help. It's probably fine. It was definitely not fine. So anyway, so yeah, so then, so after the the human grasshopper hybrid is made, sorry, human grasshopper baby hybrid, um, there's some bits where like the organization like captures uh, Onizuka, and then like they go to like transfer him somewhere, because yeah, it's apparently Onizuka's obsession with like grasshoppers was completely beyond what the organization wanted to do but then it was successful and they're like eh, nah just let him do it yeah they like knew about his crazy grasshopper shit and they're like you know what i want to see where this goes and i'm like that that a bold move cotton we'll have to see how that plays out considering how it all ends up i think they made the wrong decision yeah wasn't the best. So, so there's that. Um, Shin talks to like the CIA lady at some point, and they're like, "Hey, don't uh, you can't go back to the lab." And then there's like this uh, this dude that's trying to kill him with a sniper rifle that the CIA lady kills. But surprise, he's not dead because uh, he's a cyborg. But he's only a level yes, two he, cyborg. He is, he is the first successful type two cyborg soldier. Yeah. I really like his design once he finally shows himself. He's like, he's like he's kind a, of Guyver-esque. It's it is a good monster of the week design. That's fair. Like he, he pretty uh, yeah, neat. They, he, okay, so Shin gets away, and it. Like I can, I can tell you the things that happen in the movie, but like trying to think of like when and where they happen, it's I cannot put it together. In it my all head. kind of blends. Yeah. So there's that. So he's so Onizuka's captured. They go to transfer him. The CIA like um like has done a sting operation. Yeah, to try did like and a get sting it. thing. They lead him to a warehouse. They blow up the truck with Onizuka in it. All the CIA people kill uh, the organization people. And then, like, 
uh, Shin is following them, and then we see Onizuka break out of the thing, just like on fire because they shoot a rocket launcher in it. Also, like, it also like it's the metal slug rocket launcher specifically. It is very. It is a four rocket box launcher. It's fantastic. It's dope. I do find it very funny how, for all this purported strength the organization has, and how, like, militaristic and mean they are, every time they go up against the CIA, they get their shit wrecked. Well, the CIA has box rocket launchers. I get... I don't know why... I don't know why they would, but... uh, Yeah, they do. So, yeah, so this... Attack on Onizuka triggers the first actual transformation for Shin, because, hint, hint, if you remember earlier, grasshoppers can share, like, not emotions, but, like, feelings and thoughts. Yeah. It's not true telepathy, so all this pain and suffering that Onizuka is going through is getting transferred to Shin, and it triggers his reaction, which is still, for for a movie from coming out in the early 90s, this is some fantastic prosthetic work and body horror. Yeah. Like, it is uniquely disturbing. If you have never seen the Common Rider Shin transformation, I would suggest going looking it up on YouTube. There is a Blu-ray uh, rip of it, so it's nice and clean. And it is... If you're a fan of body horror, it's some choice stuff. That it is. So then, after we get that... Um, oh, but, uh, oh yeah, he transforms, um, the CIA lady is like, I don't know, do I need to attack him? Do I need to kill him? But then he protects her, he, he saves her from getting shot. Well, yeah, the, because the, the cyborg level two guy comes in, and he, like, rips off his skin to reveal his Guyver-looking ass. And then they fight. Yeah. Also, like they're not like they're not like super Giver looking, but like it's the best thing I can come up with right now. Yeah, no, it's it's it it is Giver is definitely the closest thing I could think of. Like maybe some like Giger stuff from like Alien, but like not quite. Yeah, it's like it's it almost reminds me some of like some of the work done with the Borg. Yeah, a little bit. It, it like just like it's like that. Generic, recognizable biopunk. Yeah. Melding of biology and... Yeah, like bioorganic or something. Yeah. Or not... Biomechanical was the real word I was looking for. Yes. Biomechanical bullshit. They got, like, this weird claw arm thing with, like, a blade on it. Yeah, it's like he's got one long pokey claw... And then little spindly fingers. Yeah, it's, it's like very a fingernail weird. sword. It's very strange. It do be strange. Uh, they fight, but he wins. And then, like, he has another standoff with the CIA lady, and then he runs away. And then he happens to run into the, like, traffic, where it happens to be his girlfriend, who knows it's him. And she, like, comes Which... up and hugs him in monster form. Yeah, she she is able to detect, she is able to understand who she is. Which either, in my thought, the is baby. either the baby inside of her is able to determine and she can feel that, or she is surpassing her human limits that were placed on her that the scientists were talking about that, oh, yeah, humans are b- limited this way and we can't break past it. 
And then there's this girl who just does it. Yeah, well, because of the sex, Evan. Oh, yes, because of the sex. That's how that works. Don't you know? Of course. They, they, didn't they teach you that in sex ed? Yes, I we we it has been very yes they did, but it has been very long since the curriculum on grasshopper human relations. Ah, uh, did, did did they not have like the the newer edition? No, no, it it, it only went up to uh, arthropods. It did not actually go into oh okay proper insects. Gotcha. Oh, now I'm just thinking of... But, like, you have those Monster Girl encyclopedias, right? Like, surely it covers it in there. Well, that's different. Those are Monster Girls, not insects. Yes, there are insect girls, but it, it is different. It, is it? It is. I, I, I guess. You are the noted expert. <laughs> noted Monster Girl expert. <laughs> that That is noted now. On... Undisputable podcast audio. Of course. Uh, so they hug it out, and then... And then the next scene happens. Yeah, which... It's it's another scene in the story, but what is it? I don't... I can't think of it. I, I, I believe this was the point where it then, like, flashes to them at the docks, where she then, like, plot dumps the organization on Shin... Oh yeah, she she explains every, she basically explains everything she can to Shin while he just kind of sits there and stares at her like yeah, he just stares off into the middle distance. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> and like during this his father's being like captured by like the organization chief and he's like, "Ah, I don't want to do my research anymore." And he's like, "Well, too bad. The other guy died, so you're the only person who can recreate this formula now." It's the organization has this weird thing. It's it is just a problem I have with evil organizations. It's like, hey, do this, or we'll do this thing that has already happened. Yeah. To your, to your kid, it's like, but that won't stop anything. They were bad at threats. Yeah, they're they're not very good at th- like I'm listening to these threats and I'm like, you don't, you you don't actually have the leverage for this. Well, I mean, his dad doesn't know that. Yeah, that's You can true. pretend that you have the leverage. And that is an entire part of that sort of dance. Um. So, yeah, anyway, he gets captured and thrown in a room. Um. The girlfriend, Yue, it was Yue, right? No, it was I. I, yeah. Um. She's like, don't worry, though. I'm going to go back and talk to the boss, and we're going to we're gonna make everything okay. And then she gets captured immediately. Yeah, we're going to make sure that you're able to they'll fix you don't worry but then she go yeah she goes and gets captured and they're like hey, and the even she she asked chief why are you doing this and i'm sitting here going because he's evil but the explanation is oh well when onizuka died that was a really bad loss of potential data so anyway while but, while we knocked you out and then put you in this room we ran some tests uh you're prego you're pregnant and so now we're going to use the baby as test material. Yeah, because now we have the baby and Shin's dad. But then Shin starts <laughs> the getting a signal from the baby about, help, you must come help. Not in words, but like, 
basically calling out to him with the grasshopper call and receive thing. Can we talk about the CGI fetus? We can talk about the CGI fetus, sure. What do I don't know if I have about? anything else to say. I I just need to make sure we notice. You just that need it to bring existed. up the fact there's this weird fucking CGI fetus that everyone needs to see. It's got like the third eye. I I don't. It is a weird grasshopper human baby hybrid thing. Yep. Just just. just like, okay. They they made a thing for this. You needed to be aware. And, like, they, they do a good, like, the way they shoot it is very nice. It has good feeling of this baby thing calling out to Shin. And it is almost this weird, like, rebirth allegory for him. Like, kind of? Like, honestly, my biggest thing is, like, how fast did grasshoppers reproduce? Like, how how did we go from, like... It just having sex to uh, this, like immediately. I'm certain they're very fast. Development from an egg to an adult requires about 40 to 60 days. So, I could see the baby. I could see them doing the weird thing of like, yeah, no, of course the baby grew that fast. Sure, I guess. It's, it's fine. I'm not going to question it anymore. Mostly because I don't want to think about it in more detail. Uh, yeah. It also has, like, weird glowy powers that can just, like, blow up doors and stuff. Yeah, it's apparently the baby doing this call-out to Shin hurts eye. And so the dad, Shin's dad is like, oh, guys, you gotta come in here. You gotta get her to a doctor. She's... something is wrong. They open up the door, and then, yes, the baby... The baby. Uses the baby. The baby. The baby. The the grasshopper baby uses a weird, like, starts shining yellow through Eye's stomach and then puts out a wave of force that knocks back every all the organization people. And it's... This is where the show is just like, I did whatever, we don't care. Yeah. It's fucking weird. It, it wild. Uh, so Shin's going after them. Yeah, so then there's, uh, like, a Shin's... chase scene where they're trying to escape, and then, like, Shin shows up and gets in there. He, like, rips through, untransformed, rips through, like, a metal, like, garage door thing. Yeah, it's, like, sheet metal, which is, like, it's not the thickest thing, but it is still, like, oh god, he is using his hands to rip through sheet metal. That's terrifying. And then, like, they run into, like, the chief guy, who's like, ah, well... Since I fucked up, the organization's gonna kill me anyway, so I'm gonna kill all of you with his Uzi. Yeah, it's just, he just has this random machine gun that it's like, alright, time for y'all to die. And then, like, I'm gonna die anyway. And then, like, this dumb thing happens where, like, I throws herself in front of the bullets from Shin when Shin could probably just survive the bullets. Yeah, but she, she didn't know that. Also, she has a baby. True, but I I could totally see it being a thing of, I mean, you see your girlfriend being, you think your girlfriend is going to be shot, like, within the next five seconds. You might dive in the way, whether or not. I guess? It's not entirely a rational thought. 
I, uh, fair. But yeah, she gets shot across the top of her body, like just a top, very specifically not anywhere near her stomach where the baby is. Right, yeah, just like in the back. This causes Shin to like, he, I die is talking about how she just wants the baby to be safe. Right. As, as long as the baby is safe, she can die font. She can die satisfied. But like, I feel like there's some flaws in that, in that logic. Oh, there definitely but... is. You know, it's fine. I mean, there has... I am fairly certain of babies being cut out of their dead mothers. I guess? It it has precedent. I'm not sure... I don't believe that the baby could survive for as long as it did inside its dead mother's womb for, like, the 20 minutes for the end of the movie it takes. Also true. We also don't know, like, if she's super dead. So anyway, so she gets shot. Shin transforms into his Shin Kamen Rider form. And then he fights. He tosses a chair at him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. That's what. Sh- that's how Shin knocks the guy down. He just throws a chair at yeah, him. Yeah, he just eats the chair at him. And then, like, the final climax is with, like, this, uh, the cyborg level two guy. It's a pretty good fight It's a good fight. Uh, like, Shin gets beat up, and then, like, it shows that he's got, like, super healing powers, because, like, grasshopper. Yeah, for, because grasshoppers can totally regenerate. Yeah, uh, that's a thing. I'm not going to question it at this point. I don't know, man. It's, it's a strange thing. Um, he fights, and then he uh, and then he rips the cyborg's head off, which is pretty dope. Yep. Uh, but then, it, it is a very good slow, like Mortal Kombat tear the skull out of the body with the spine still attached. It is basically a fatality. You're right. It, it is spine. The guy's spine is very obviously like cybernetically enhanced, and then we get a couple moments of like, oh hey, cool, he did it, and then the spine tries to wrap around his arm so that the uh, self-destruct can get him. Yup. Which then he throws the head away and he's good. He got away. And then like you think the movie's gonna end. But no, there's more. Um, because then like a organization helicopter comes in and just starts like blowing up the CIA guys with their own rocket launchers. So then that's happening. And then they capture Shin's dad. And then Shin jumps up in the helicopter with the net. But then he also gets net. And then this is after, like, the CIA person was like, I'm going to have to kill you, too. But then she's like, no. Since I'm about to die, probably, I'm going to rocket launcher the helicopter so you're fine. Well, I... I think it was supposed to be that... she Like, there, there is a scene a little bit earlier where she is on the phone with presumably her superiors. Right. And her, she's like, hey, so... I know we were going to kill this guy, but, like, can we not? Because <laughs> he, 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 he keeps his reasoning, and he's not, like, bat, no, like, we have we have to kill, I, I, alright, I guess we have to kill him. It was that, or, like, they were going to, like, try to capture him and use him as a weapon, so. Yeah. You know, government shit. Yep. American government shit. Yeah. Yeah, it, and then it's 
yeah, she shoots a rocket, uh, blows up the... It crashes into a building. So his dad's probably, like, super dead, huh? Most likely, yeah, because he was wrapped up in the... He was wrapped up in the electric net, which is the grasshopper's one weakness. Yeah, of course. No, his his dad was wrapped up in a normal net, and I can imagine it being much easier for him to just fucking die. Yeah, he he's dead as fuck. I mean, it happens. And then, like, that... Yeah, we have a final scene of uh, Shin carrying Ai's dead body through what I presumed to be the same sewers that were in the beginning of the movie where we came out of them and now we're going back into them. But as he's walking down the hallway, Ai's stomach starts to glow green and the baby is still alive. The baby's like projecting like an astral image to him and we get like this J-pop song over it. Some of the music choices in this movie are so weird. You mean all of them? Yeah, I mean all of them. There's also some weird ass cuts too. It's just a like I like this movie. It's a pretty fun movie. But man, it's fucking weird sometimes. It's a wild movie. I wholly recommend to watch. It is if if dear listener, if you have never seen Shin Kamen Rider, it is free on YouTube. Just go search up Shin Kamen Rider. Take an hour and a half, watch this 20th anniversary movie. It's a trip. It it's worth it. Trip. It is worth an hour and a half of your time. I agree. That's Shin Kamen Rider for this week. Yep. We'll be back next time with a thing. Probably Ryuki. Probably Ryuki. Um, you can find us on the internet at journeythroughdeckcast.com where there are links to all of the things. Uh, all of them. All of them answer all of them uh there's some twitters on there uh things like that that's all i got just remember we've been through we've been passing through podcast remember that and uh if you start getting psychic emanations from a grasshopper you may need to talk to your doctor yeah they, they've been doing stuff to you while you're asleep yeah good night everybody Bye.